my name is Claire and you are listening to the Hypno Birthing Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast. I hope everybody has been enjoying the recent episodes I've been doing. I've been trying to include more guests because I feel like they contribute obviously a lot to the episodes and definitely trying to include more positive birth stories because I know so many of you just love listening to them and find them so helpful. So trying to yeah include as many as we can because you can never have too many positive birth stories. I've actually got a number of other guests lined up for future episodes and I'm really excited about all of them. So there's some really good episodes coming up so keep listening. Today's guest is actually a previous client of mine. Her and her partner Tony, so her name is Claire as well, good name, Um, and her partner Tony did a course with me earlier on in this year. And when, and we're going to talk about this in the episode anyway when I talk to Claire, but she came to me very fearful of birth to the point where she wasn't sure whether she ever wanted children. She's had this fear for her whole life. And so she was very fearful and very scared and took, I think, the right decision to do a hypnobirthing course. And honestly, after session one, I saw the biggest change in her and in how she wanted to approach her birth. And so I just feel like her story is really important to tell. She comes from a place where she did feel quite fearful and she went on to really take on board her hypnobirthing and her and Tony were an amazing partnership. They practiced and supported each other throughout Claire's pregnancy and then also throughout the labor as well. They worked together really, really well and had a really incredible positive birth experience that I'm not sure whether she would have had if she hadn't done hypnobirthing, hadn't really tackled her fears and hadn't really put the practice in. So her story is amazing and that's why I invited her on to come and share her story and share her kind of tips for anybody who does have a very uh, strong fear of birth. So sit back and enjoy and I will play the episode. Hello and welcome Claire, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. Thank you for having me, hello. So you were a previous client of mine, which is amazing, Mm -hmm. and I wanted you to come on and talk all about your experience of birth, Um, Mm -hmm. because not only do you have an amazing positive birth story, which is brilliant, you also were somebody who did hold quite a lot of fear in you around birth before you had your um, little boy River. Um, So it's important to talk about that and um, I want you to share your journey, share how you felt before you uh, did a hypnobirthing and how you felt afterwards and then obviously share your incredible story as well it would be brilliant. So as I said when you first contacted me and when we first kind of touched base I know you had a fair, fair bit of fear. Yeah. Why hypnobirthing? Like how did you discover it? Why did you think hypnobirthing would help? So I think I came across your podcast in the bath <laughs> of all places when I was trying to be calm. Um, I think I was about 28 weeks at that point. And I think about three years ago, I had um, a miscarriage and came across it, no birthing by just research. So I came across KG, the book, and actually had the book. And just at that point, I'm not sure I really knew what 
it was about. I just knew I was really into meditating and kind of that process I thought would kind of help. So yeah, so I came, so it's kind of like dual. I already had that in the back of my head, but obviously then was pregnant and knew I was very, very fearful and then kind of stumbled across it again um, and was like, oh yeah, I remember this from, you know, three years ago. And yeah, I just, because of the meditation, I'd spent a good year or two working on myself, meditating, going to counselling and just practising breathing. So I think when I came across it again and all this kind of fear and anxiety had kind of really pent up at this point, it was like, yeah, 28 weeks. I think I just made a split decision. I think I listened to your podcast and I was just like, this is probably what I should do and take it a bit further rather than just listening to podcasts and reading. So, yeah, that was that was it really. I, d- I, c- I can't really say there was any other thing other than that. I just knew meditation would kind of help keep me calm and that seemed to have an affinity. Did you know anyone that had done hypnobirthing? Had you had any kind of recommendation no. for it? No, 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 no. So yeah, yeah. I think just coming across the book, um, I didn't read much of it last time. I genuinely think it's bit of a plug for you I, I like I was listening to the podcast a lot and uh when I came across the book and then because I just wanted something that was real like quite a lot of the other podcasts or things that I was reading was were very like I don't really know how to describe it just not real enough I, I wanted yeah actual airy fairy maybe yeah and not necessarily that that wasn't straight to like hypnobirthing but just podcasts around that or just things that I was coming across and it wasn't until like really getting into it that I found you know positivebirthstory.com or whatever that I can't remember that website and yeah your podcast and it was more real where I think probably I needed that rather than just to kind of stick my head in the sand (laughs) yeah pretend it wasn't gonna happen so um definitely always best to to prepare definitely yes yeah once you've done your course once you'd finished mm. the course, how did it change the way you felt? So you obviously had quite a bit of fear before um, mm. about giving birth and about labour. How did it change? And what was it about it that changed your kind of view? I'm going to be completely honest, and my friends are all going to laugh at this because I love a soapbox. So I'm going to get right on it. Um, I don't think I necessarily... My, my fear definitely didn't eradicate once I'd done the course. Um, if anything, it probably intensified slightly just because of the knowledge. But it's weird because it's kind of like bittersweet. I had all the knowledge, but then almost like, oh, no, I know too much. Um, but it kind of, it was more the like empowering and what that knowledge brought, if that makes sense. Like I could then what did what else did I need to know or not need to know like what did I what could I just leave to like the day but I think just learning there are loads of facets of it like that I learned and I think there's there's kind of a couple of things one Tony being involved so daddy and just kind of empowering him to empower me um and kind of understand what he where you know his views were and just yeah I think just the tools that it gives you that you can kind of pick and choose because there are lots and lots of tools, but it's like you don't need to use all of them. And actually what you were saying about <laughs> it made you feel in a way more fearful, I can completely understand what you mean. And for anybody listening, um, 
I think sometimes it seems to really tempting to, if you're scared of something, to just not think about it. And yeah, that's me. Because <laughs> that's scarier if you think about it. And I hear of people doing that. And somebody told me once that their for their previous birth, their kind of their birth prep was just to not think about it and kind of yeah. okay. And I can completely understand why people would do that if they feel scared. But although it might feel scary at the time because like you said you're getting so much knowledge on it that it probably does feel a bit scarier for some people for some people who do have a a real fear around it yeah it probably does intensify it but what hopefully it does is on the day it kind of all slots into place in a way where if you've stuck your head in the sand and not done anything about it on the day you're much more likely to be like what is going on whereas for you hopefully you felt like you knew what was happening and that in itself kind of takes a bit of that fear away because you are like oh okay like I know what my body's doing I know what I can do to get through this yeah so yeah I, I do completely see what you mean how it can at first intensify it um, and for anyone who listens, who has this kind of real fear around birth, I mean, I say it all the time, but we all have some yeah. form of fear around birth. Like it's yeah. just normal. Um, but for some people like yourself as well, it's more intense, um, a more intense fear. But for anyone listening, that, you know, don't let that put you off because it is definitely no. more worthwhile on the on the day on the day I think you know what sorry I, I feel like I didn't articulate it at all because I was trying to think of all the things but I but think it's a good point because I think that's important to say because that is real that, that's a real thing it's, yeah and it's a lot there's a lot of information I think like you take over four we did it over four weeks yeah. um and obviously you can you pick and choose what works for you and there were some things that worked for Tony and I and some things that didn't I went really down we went really down like the script route with him reading affirmations, really trying to like tap into the relaxation, the meditation that I'd kind of been doing for the past two years. I think the knowledge part was insane. Like just, I think I'm very, I'll do it my own way kind of thing. Uh, no one's going to tell me otherwise, but I think like the, the brains framework and just empowering us to say no um, to stuff like induction. I was very against that. And I think it, really taught me to understand like it was river's birth as well as mine like so that I think the knowledge around you know I didn't want anyone examining me I didn't want any kind of um telling me like how how much I was dilating I didn't want any of that like I was really against it because I wanted him to come into the world like when he was ready and I think that empowering giving me the confidence more so to do it rather than just kind of be like oh yeah you were like you're medical you should know yeah. and I don't I I probably would have had some of that in me anyway like I definitely didn't want a sweep of anything kind I didn't want examinations but there was more of like that that kind of empowering that that hypnobirthing really helped and also the second thing was the physiology of it of just knowing what was going on so actually like during because I think mine was fairly quick mm-hmm. um during the start I knew I didn't want to kind of panic and because I knew that those muscles were contracting up, I kind of was just like, right, just let it go. Like, cause that's what needs to happen rather than, um, you know, there are times when it gets intense when you just like hold your body and you're like, Oh, what's going on. Um, but like definitely knowing that 
I think that you showed a balloon video of like yeah. popping out the like, yeah. yeah and just that was um really good to kind of remember like during it as well I think as well if you think how terrifying labor must feel for somebody who doesn't know all of that stuff yeah. is happening and doesn't yeah. know to just let go and relax yeah and let it happen like that yeah must be so terrifying not knowing and you know I mean yeah like we said already I get why you might want to avoid it but it's better to know so that uh, yeah and what else I was going to say was when I first met you guys your first session you were saying you were even thinking about an elective cesarean because that's how scared you felt about the labor process yeah that was something that you were still like at the first session like no I'm still open to that and then by the second session it'd been like a week by the second session you both came on we were in different people and we're like no I want to do all as natural as possible now yeah into it and it had something had clicked with you and you were like yep this is what we're doing yeah And, and I remember saying to like one of my friends I was like they just like we're different people in the second session yeah. like we are we're fully in this and from that moment on you were both fully in it and you had yeah. like read some of the scripts before I'd even got to reading them with you and like you were yeah. like doing all your homework like in advance like, yeah you're like little geeks straight A straight A <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. so you know and that does have such an impact on how you then go to experience birth because mm. you're so into it and I say it all the time um, I say it to everybody who's teaching, I've probably said it on the podcast loads, but the practice element of it is like key. You have yeah. to put that practice in and it doesn't just work because you believe it's going to work. Like, yeah. Life worked like that, but it doesn't. And like, you have to put that time in and you have to be willing to. Accept. You know, it's, it's even if like, you know, the practice, I think even if it doesn't, like my birth story shows, like I didn't do any of the, relaxation stuff because on the day I just it just didn't feel right it was a bit it was quick and so Tony stroking me did not do anything for me on the day like I put a calming playlist together that just wasn't on so my fun playlist with Spice Girls and take that and all of that kind of playing where I could sing to it not that I did in the end because I was so like into myself but it just didn't feel right so I think the practicing actually whilst is there actually helps the anxiety beforehand as well so it's channeling like any kind of fear that you have into that and I think that that's really important to say like it's not you have to think about it what helped me and Tony was not thinking about it as just a day like this is the builder it's like Tony kept saying to me like it's coming anyway like you literally can't avoid it so let's do all we can um so I guess the homework bit was that for us like just to get Tony on board to kind of he knew what was going to happen as well and what I needed or didn't need so yeah I guess that's the and that's not just the day thing for you guys as well like that it, that's an also an important part of it is that it helps you guys bond and it helps yeah. you bond with your baby before your baby's born so it's mm. nice we rarely take like 10 minutes out of our day to yeah focus on ourselves we don't we need to but we just don't so it's an excuse to take 10 minutes out and yeah. just focus on yourself and relax yeah. and do something calming so it's definitely yeah a benefit throughout mm-hmm. your pregnancy as well so sure. tell us River's 
best story. So he was born on his due date and has been kind of that fast ever since. <laughs> um, yeah, all a bit impatient like us too. Uh, yeah, just like full on. So yeah, I think the night, he was born on a Friday and just, yeah, I obviously born in a C-section and all of my, in my preferences and stuff, I'd like had it in my head that it was going to be at night and it was going to be calm. Um, and he was born like during the day uh, on a really hot day. My house is like really um, light as well. So everyone could see everything. Um, and it was, yeah, in the, in a pool. So yeah, Thursday, kind of like woken up just getting in the shower and had um like a trickle I was like oh my god my waters have broke obviously drama central nothing like I should be with hip hop it's just like tiny. It's exciting. Uh, yeah it was just more like oh okay because I think everyone had said as well like new you know first babies are late and and I just I think I just had it in my head that he was going to be over and I'd have to have these induction like conversations that I didn't want to have yeah so he calmed me down and was like it's fine it's not your waters because you're you're literally fine so just carried on um and yeah just kind of felt like crampy and on the Thursday nothing crazy um literally didn't think anything of it after that and then yes Thursday night I think there was a bit of a pop and I was like okay yeah I think we're ramping up a bit and just fell asleep Thursday because I remember listening to your podcast and the Hitler thing like just forget about it just try and just carry on as normal so yeah I think I woke up Friday and then yeah things were like ramping up I think I was I just wanted to ignore it as much as possible so that I could get to stage two like like without any kind of craziness so I actually um FaceTimed my sister and was like yeah I think some things are moving my dad phoned and was like when's baby Jeff (laughs) and I was like I think today and he was like literally like so excited um so I think that kind of put me in a good mood um I then baked cookies because I told my midwife the day before that I would and I then hoovered my house I love that I love that hoovering bit of your story yeah that's brilliant (laughs) I just I kind of like I don't think I'd nested fully before but I'd also read somewhere that you get a bit of energy and I'm not sure I had energy but I just did not want to sit I couldn't sit down uh just yeah I just needed to move about and I think at this point I think that I'd phone my sister at nine I was hoovering at 11 Tony had gone to the shop because I was like we need bread for the toast afterwards because they say toast sounds like tastes amazing yeah and so I think at that point it actually ramped up and I'd kind of had to stop for every surge now and so the house was upside down and I'd managed to hoover everything but Tony came back in and I was upstairs at this point and like the furniture was literally everywhere and he was like what the hell, what's going on and then he realized I, I was upstairs yeah so that was from nine to like half eleven and he started like um timing them because I just wasn't timing them and we realized that they'd got more intense and I was having one surge with the break but then two back to back so the yes the timing was off and I just didn't get any kind of respite between and every time we called the midwives they were like can we speak to her and I just started talking and then I was like there's another one (laughs) just had to like pass the phone and they were like yeah okay we think it's ramping up but I was just again a bit adamant that I didn't want anyone to turn up and be like you're not far enough or whatever and then go yeah so I'd started kind of pacing upstairs and my thing was just hanging off any door I could so wardrobe door door frames because I think the pull on my back was just really like nice 
because him massaging me didn't really like work it just wasn't right I had to just be upright um a similar thing in my first labor actually I had I, I was in the shower at some point and I was doing the same like hanging holding yeah, yeah. it feels amazing I think yeah. just pulling like your back and just leaning over a bit so yeah I think this point I was kind of in the had to keep telling myself to relax so that's where it kind of came in just the rather than letting it overpower me as the intensity kind of ramped up like just saying relax to myself like over and over yeah and then I think I ended up on the landing like on all fours trying to like breathe that's a good position as well yeah yeah and I remember like I also follow like the naked doula on Instagram Uh, she's amazing and she has like I kept trying to remember like knees in, calves out to try and open my pelvis and be like comfortable. So all of this did come back to me at this point. And then I ended up in the toilet, which again, I'd read like so many women go to the toilet and I was just like, that's, that's really weird. But I just, that's where I went. I was like, I need to be in here. I said this before. I think I said it a couple of episodes ago when I was talking to somebody, but it's instinctive. Like you go to a small space that feels quite typically the bathroom is the smallest space in somebody's yeah. house. So yeah. yeah, you hear it so much that people just, they don't really know why. And also yeah. people just find sitting on the toilet a really comfortable position anyway. Yes, like, I think that was it. I feel comfortable. Yeah, it's like a good height. It's, yeah. um, yeah, and I think where the sink was, I could kind of lean. Um, yeah. I don't know what time, Terry like then called like the midwives again and said like, I think you need to come. So he was like up and down, like sort by this point trying to blow up the pool or blow up the pool and I just literally stayed upstairs like the whole time with him coming in and just checking on me and because I I think at that point I just didn't want anyone around too much but him just being there when I needed him and I think actually I did the majority of it all upstairs and hit the transition and I specifically remember Lizzie my poor midwife who had never met because the home birth team obviously you I was just that's another thing that I didn't want to not have a midwife I'd met but yeah. on the day you just don't care I was just so like grateful to see her and they're I was okay. like yeah they're all great and I, I just like was on the toilet at this point I was like I need to go to the toilet <laughs> literally slammed the door in her face I was like, <laughs> but I just felt like I needed to go to the toilet and she was just like afterwards I opened the door and she was still there and she was like you didn't need to go to the toilet I was like no <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I know but I felt like so bad she's like I'm just gonna check his heart right now and that's when yeah she was like the surges are pretty intense but he seems fine it's like oh as long as he's great yeah and then I think not long after that I was like oh, I can't do this to Tony and that's when like what we needed to like really dig deep into again when you read or watch videos you just don't know how that's gonna feel and you do just all of a sudden get a bit of like oh god this is intense I don't know if I can do this it's your adrenaline I think the other thing is that you don't know at that point that it's almost over so yeah transition stage you I think because you get this release of adrenaline sometimes you're like oh my god like I can't do this for another 10 hours yeah yes exactly that yeah yeah it means that it's probably nearly over (laughs) and I don't think I knew that I I think I read about the transition and watched videos and stuff but I don't think I kind of correlated the two and I think at this point I was probably a bit get you know really into yeah maybe like being a bit insular and um which is obviously good but I think I again wasn't expecting it because I was told your first labor is going to be really long um so I was just expecting that so much longer and I was like 
God. Another reason as well, I think. So your, yeah, your labor was pretty speedy. So it yeah. was more intense. And so personally for me, from my experiences, I've had two different labors. I've had a long drawn out labor and then I've had an intense short labor like yours. Mm. And obviously, like, I think if you talk to anybody that the kind of the goal is to have a shorter labor as possible, because that definitely seems preferable. And I would yeah. say it probably is. Yeah. Um, experience both it's it's much uh I don't want to say easier yeah I was gonna say you're gonna say nice or easier no, no, I do get easier. what you mean yeah yeah it's, it's easier to get into like your hypnobirthing zone in a long way yeah. yeah because you've got loads of time you can get on top of the uh, surges you can get on yeah. top of how you're feeling yeah sometimes so with my first labor I was like in the pool for hours I had all my twinkling lights my lavender yeah. like you know I had it all and I felt mega relaxed but second time and I remember you saying this to me when you first shared your story with me you said oh, I don't feel like I hypnobirth very well and I can yeah. tell what you mean because I felt the same and I think sometimes when it's quick you can't you almost feel like you can't get on top of it how you're feeling yeah. so yeah, you feel like you didn't do it but the issue with when it's quick is that it's the same your body's doing exactly the same thing but in such a shorter amount of time so of course it's going to be much more intense and yeah. the other point is that you didn't know that your labor wasn't going to be really long. So at that, yeah. you, you know, you didn't know that your baby was going to be born soon. For all you knew, it could be another 24 hours of you feeling <laughs> like that. Which yeah. Is what makes you feel like I can't do this? Because I felt the same with my second. Because my first labor was so long, I thought, and it was much more intense second time, I thought, I can't do this for another 20 hours. Like, I, yeah. Actually, the reality was I only needed to do it for another hour because, yeah. You know, it was short. It was quick. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, some of the panic comes from, and some of the I can't do this when you are Mm. having to do fast labor because you just don't realize it's about to be over. (laughs) I think that's you know what that goes back to like what what you read. Like I read and have been told multiple times, it's your first baby. He'll be late. You'll have a really long labor. So, like me going into that, that obviously I dealt with the intensity and didn't come up in my head like a lot but at that point I was like oh god yeah like it's it's weird because I don't want to say pain because again language was really important for me but it was so intense and I think that was when it ramped up that I was like how do I get out of the the intensity out of my body and that's when Lizzie was like let's go downstairs the pool will start like you know will help and um, it was so quick that Tony was still filling it. So when I got downstairs, I actually like was hanging over it from the outside in, just putting my hand in to fill the water whilst it was still being um, filled up. But yeah, that, that's the thing. Like you hear so much that you then set this expectation when actually you just need to let your body do it. And I think, yeah, like what you like you just said, I didn't feel like I could get on top of it because I had one surge and then two back to back. And that was, that was constant. I think until I hit the pool and maybe it slowed a bit and I could kind of get on top of it. Also, that's when I got gas and air and that Amazing. stuff is great. So I remember listening to a podcast and your podcast who's saying like, I love gas and air went through like loads of canisters or whatever. Um, I think I went through two and at first like I was sucking on it so like so hard and she was like maybe breathe in normal air like as well because you're you can't just have (laughs) I want this this is good yeah this is great but I think that just gave another focus 
you know the breathing of it yeah, you focus um, on the breathing then you know? yeah because you had to I had to hold on to it and like really like yeah actually breathe in it also just um, makes you feel like you've had far too much to drink and you feel a bit giddy because yeah. you feel like oh I've had like a bottle of wine I feel quite yeah good. yeah so that kind of feeling and not everybody likes it but yeah I I loved it yeah <laughs> I don't know whether you know if I'd said that before I don't know whether I would have liked that kind of feeling although I do love a wine and really enjoy that kind of feeling with that but I think maybe in birth I might have thought yeah oh maybe I want to be into it a bit more but I think just the that it just helped me focus I think like on something yeah and to try and breathe the intensity out and I think that's when I probably started getting a bit louder um I feel really sorry for my neighbors because all the doors were open the pool was like downstairs yeah whether yeah doesn't matter but um yeah actually I was so into it and into the gas and air that's when my waters broke and I didn't even know I hadn't I didn't it was Tony that told me afterwards and then I jumped in the pool and I think I was only in the pool for about 45 minutes okay before he arrived so yeah Lizzie arrived at about two and I jumped in the pool yeah maybe about an hour and a bit later still on the gas and air like just I felt I don't I don't know now how anyone births lying down I it's amazing because all I wanted to be was on all fours like I was hanging over everything like even when I was in the pool I was hanging out of it all these programs we watch where people it just seems like the worst position to be in the pressure yeah surely like you'd want to get it off off your butt (laughs) like yeah 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 so um in the water yeah yeah amazing so um yeah kind of hung over the pool and yeah I was only in there 45 minutes and this is I had a bit of coaching towards the end with the second midwife I think Tony felt a bit overwhelmed at this point because I was really like what's going on and couldn't kind of catch my breath or I just I knew I needed to breathe him down but I didn't kind of know how and this is again how you go back to preferences like didn't want any coaching but at that point she was right there for me helped me and you just go with it like in it you have all of these things in your head but at that time she really really helped me and Tony was there as well and um yeah and I just kind of I think I sounded a bit like a bear at this point like breathing him out um but yeah got through the crowning and birthing his head and I think I didn't realize I'd birthed his head and at that point I'd said to Tony and Lizzie am I gonna meet him today like because I just thought that I was still gonna go through all of this <laughs> for like yeah didn't even know didn't know because wow. I was so into it yeah That's like good. felt like obviously the crowning and stuff because she told me it will feel different and I just was like great yeah. <laughs> and just carried on yeah so he was head out and I said like is he gonna arrive today so they had a giggle at that behind my back <laughs> and then I think seven minutes later wow. yeah like a couple of breaths and he was out and I was like what um at one point he'd gone back up uh, when he was crowning so I think when he was out I was like oh, okay thank weird it's really? a weird feeling I was like did he go back in and they were like yeah um totally normal though totally normal yeah yeah it was amazing um yeah and then um about him and Liz, he was he had his cord wrapped around um a bit so Lizzie helped with that and then he was on me and 
it was mad him being born in water and then all of a sudden you're like oh god this is what I've been doing for like five hours yeah yeah amazing that's a very uh yeah quick quick birth I mean you know a generalization you would say probably first labors are are a bit longer Uh, they're not all hugely long um Mm. they're typically longer than like a second labor because your body's never done it before so your body's the first time but actually a few people that I've taught recently have had really quick labors like you and first first time babies as well and it's lovely to hear that actually it isn't always a really long drawn out process I think you try to prepare people for just in case but actually I've had so many first time mums recently that have had quick labors, which is great. The other thing I was going to say was about your birth preferences and you saying that you had certain things on them and then that um, didn't, you didn't want that on the day. Yeah. And, you know, that's really important because, and that's why they're just birth preferences. Obviously we can say what we want, but on the day you're never going to know how you're going to feel. So no. you can absolutely say like, I don't want this. I don't want this, but you can absolutely change your mind on the day. Yeah want to because you've never done it before so how do you know you're not going to want to be massaged or you're not going to want someone to read scripts to you and I get um birth partners ask me sometimes when I'm teaching them like what do I need to do do I need to massage massage her if she asked me to do I need to read to her if she asked me to and I always just say like yeah just whatever she wants like if she's near her yeah don't even go yeah some people want to be like touched and stroked in labor because that's that relaxes them that makes them feel good mm. but some people just think don't touch me like no yeah touch me and it's a bit like if you're feeling poorly some people like to be like cuddled some people mm. and you're never gonna know until the day because if you've not done it before, yeah you know, so yeah that's a good reason to write birth preferences so that you have an idea but yeah religiously really stick to them yeah so have you got any what kind of advice do you think you would give to somebody in your position who feels maybe a little bit more fear around birth than perhaps the average average person? Yeah. I definitely think hypnobirthing for one um a course was super helpful and whilst I've said I didn't use all the techniques I, I do think like during it I think just the preparation is just so important and also I think learning I'm a bit of a control freak um learning that I can't do that and I have to relinquish control and learning to almost surrender to the process really really helped um again just all the just knowledge I think it's just the knowledge it's just around like even if I went into hospital like I could take you know, lavender, I could take my pillow, I could take twinkly lights and just having that empowering, being empowered, sorry, uh, from from that. So definitely hypnobirthing. I also did hypnosis alongside it um, just to kind of give me that extra boost. Um, so I had a kind of probably about two hours of that, which really helped me. I just think that, I honestly think hypnobirthing, hypnosis really helped also to really meditate and just kind of visualise. I'm quite a visual person. So if you're not, it might not help but yeah again learning to surrender from the process I'd say language is really key me and Tony took out the word pain we made it a bit fun like it's going to come anyway so language is really important in the way you talk about it practice again so yeah language 
just practicing hypnobirthing, but just hip, I just think hypnobirthing really helped. And also, actually, the final thing, I think my label might have been quick because I was active throughout my entire pregnancy and also through labor. I didn't sit down like I because I just couldn't. Um, and that's very me, like I'm very go. And I wonder why, I wonder whether that had a thing, you know, re- that you did at the beginning. Just, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, obviously, it's each to their each to their own, but these things kind of really helped me to keep moving because it kind of kept my brain occupied rather than just sitting on it yeah staying as active as you can yeah throughout pregnancy and also your labor like it's always going to help if you feel able to uh, kind of move around during your labor then absolutely and actually you know that's something that I also tell everybody that don't just go in and lay on a bed because that's what you see on tv if, if you genuinely feel like you want to lay down like your instincts telling you to lay yeah. down but if you yeah, if you don't, if you just go in and lay down because that's what we see, that's, you don't need to do that. You're not ill. Don't need to hop into bed. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong with you. Walk around. You don't, and you don't have to change into your pajamas. You can leave your normal clothes on. I think just rolling with it. I honestly, like, I, I know it's hard because you're looking for a piece of advice, but I think um, it's, it's tricky because the one piece of advice I, heard was literally on your podcast where it was, I wanted his birth to be yeah. not traumatic and which is why I changed from c-section to like as natural as possible at home and I told my sister she was like what yeah are you sure about that um but yeah I think just literally follow like your instincts because yeah we said about pre- writing those preferences but on the day it's just rolling with your body and trusting your body like I don't think I gave myself enough credit to for, for it to know what it needed um like sitting in the bathroom and needing gas and air when I didn't know I would and stuff like that I think your do you think your family and friends beforehand sort of when you said I want to have home birth I want to have it as natural as possible do you think there was a bit of oh all right then good luck with that from them uh, yeah but I've been fearful just to reiterate this since forever to the point where I almost did wouldn't have done this um yeah. And I can't tell you why it's not, maybe it is a media thing, but I've been just, even when you see positive birth videos, you're just like, okay, that is a bit, it's going to be a bit intense. You know, you can't get away from it um, as much as I, tr- you know, you want to. Yeah. So I think when I told my sister that I'd done a U-turn, she was just like, okay, you sure about, <laughs> you sure about that? But I just knew I wanted, I think it was just so important for me and for him that that is basically what I kept thinking about it was just as important it's not me it's him he's the one dictating he can't come out until he tells me to so I think I relinquished that control and then anyone if anyone said anything negative I was like well it's not it's not up to you it's it's actually not even up to me so do they do they feel differently now so after your experience I think like I'm more of a badass now no. to everyone <laughs> like not only were you scared of it you wanted a c-section but you didn't just do it naturally you went at ho- like home yeah but for me there was no in between like I, I it was either full-on medical or nothing because yeah. I just yeah the you thought of doing all of it maybe you couldn't put yourself in a medical environment yeah because then the, the temptation of it then being fully medical would be yeah you have to just yeah avoid I'm an all or nothing kind of person so going from a c-section to like 
home birth and being all into that really gave me focus and it's not that surprising to us to do the u-turn like that but yeah I think the in-between just doesn't sit right with me but it is amazing how many people have said oh you're really brave and like yeah yeah pregnant people now and they say like oh I don't know if I would do it and I just that just makes me a bit sad because there's nothing really medical about it and the midwives know if anything's wrong straight away like and you'd be so much happier at home like I the fear around yeah I I hear it a lot it's the fear around being at home in case something happens but I just try and explain it so much to people that because I hear people say like oh I just need to feel safer in hospital just in case Mm. something's wrong and I just always try to say, but the chances of something going wrong are so yeah. much more in hospital than at home anyway. These things yeah. don't tend to happen at home. Like these yeah. kind of emergency situations, or not even emergency, because an, a, a true emergency is very rare. Is Yeah, yeah. You know, these kind of interventions that you see in a hospital that are needed, they wouldn't be, they, doesn't, they wouldn't be needed at home in the first place. And yeah. I, but you have to, you have to believe it. Like you can't mm. try someone on something and I would never obviously try to convince somebody where to give birth they have to be happy but the most important thing that somebody can do for themselves is just read and research and increase their knowledge about everything because how can you make a decision about where you want to give birth unless you have all the facts all of the facts yeah so many people don't have all the facts because it's very one-sided home birth like you said is seen as you're very brave particularly for a first birth oh you know you're brave and and all of this or you were lucky that it happened like that for you and it seemed very like that so it's one it's strange it. yeah it's it's really strange I think like you're right it's just knowing stats and stuff and you don't need to read and kind of absorb everything but just know know it's not even like knowing the percentages but it's knowing like oh you know if you're if it's the same with like if you go overdue for example you're at risk of x if you go overdue by a certain amount but actually if you look at the percentage i don't know the full percentage but i know it's only like 0.2 higher yes exactly so so it's all well and good saying oh yeah the risk is higher but that that's kind of like true but not true and you're giving me that fact in a really weird way that's what i mean so that's where the empowerment comes from because yeah it's up to you it's up to the person who's giving birth to ask for the actual, you know, the caregivers just kind of give you one yeah. piece of pie. Uh, they give you the scary figure, not because they're trying to scare everybody, but maybe they don't know the actual figures or, you know, maybe that's just how they operate. But yeah, up to the person to take mm. responsibility and say, oh, when you say it increases by 50%, what is the actual figure? What is, yeah, exactly. Because you just yeah. hear that and you think, oh, God, that's really, that is scary. And, you know, for a first time yeah. mum, that would be, yeah. And I think like, yeah, all of the books that you recommended and other people recommended, I kind of listened, like read and took the bits I knew that I needed. But like home, home birth and ears, I went afterwards. He was born. It was amazing. Tony made coffee for everyone. Everyone ate the cookies that I'd baked the, oh on the day. We were like on the sofa and then had the toast before the shower and stuff. And everyone had gone. He was born at 20 to 5 and everyone had gone by 8. And I was eating a Lebanese takeaway at half eight because I was so hungry. And that's all I'd been thinking about. Hummus and chips and salad. That's all I wanted. And I was eating that at like, yeah, half eight with River river in our living room with like no sign of everything has been put back to normal. Everything away. Like there's no like 
mess and blood up the walls. Yeah, like. yeah exactly. Like no, no, no blood up the walls. I love it. There was like, yeah, none of none of that. The pool was away, and and I think at that point that was when it we had our twinkly lights. It was calm, and there was no medical environment, no other babies screaming, like no Tony being told he could he potentially had to leave, and I'd be on my own. You know, we were just in our home, and it was amazing one of the most amazing parts about giving birth at home and and again I've done both and second time when we were saying like everyone had left after like maybe like a couple of hours after she'd been born everyone had gone and we sort of just sat on the side oh oh like and we'd already had a baby so it wasn't like oh what do we do but we were just kind of like oh okay because we were comparing it to our our experience before where we were hospital and yeah like we were being moved to a different room or whatever was happening mm. it just felt yeah. like, oh I guess we'll I'll have a shower then shall I or yeah, <laughs> yeah. A normal day it was so bizarre but amazing like you cannot describe how wonderful it is to be in your own space after you're yeah, home yeah uh, but you know obviously I have to um have to say wherever anyone is comfortable is the main thing because some people yes. are more comfortable in hospital which is yeah sure home birth needs talking about because it is so one-sided and the view of it is so wrong uh mm-hmm. although it's coming around a bit more now people yeah. are a lot more people are giving birth at home now which is great and um from my experience again of teaching people a lot more people are choosing to give birth at home which is brilliant yeah that's amazing I'm all for it I'm like an advocate now <laughs> well thank you so much for coming on and talking to us like I feel like it's so helpful for people who because you you were so scared and again like just to talk about your change from when I saw you from like one week to another it was like two different people and and amazing and when you messaged and told me that you'd had River and you told me your story I couldn't have been more happy for you that you had got this amazing experience that you wanted just yeah thank you um, so thank you for sharing your story and I'm sure so many people will find it so helpful oh, thanks for having me on and um, yeah thank you and River is gorgeous and I hope he is doing well <laughs> and he's what is it you posted is he a couple of months now yeah so eight and a half weeks oh. so yeah like literally they say a blink and yeah. yeah he's eight and a half weeks so yeah he's a babe little sleep thief but he's a babe that, yeah they do yeah Get back eventually. Good, good. That's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Don't worry, it comes back after a couple of years, maybe. Don't tell me. No, uh, I'm like, now. No, no. It, yeah. it's fine. They only steal it for a little while. And also, you, it's it's kind of when once it's not there anymore, once those night feeds aren't there where it's just you sat with them, it's kind of special. I know at the time you're like exhausted. Yeah. Let me sleep. But speaking you have to again you have to surrender it to it sorry to sorry to cut in it's the same process of like surrendering to this because it won't it's just temporary um yeah yeah I kind of I mean I I like being able to sleep at night now but (laughs) sometimes those little like midnight cuddles and where it feels like you're the only people awake in the whole world yeah there's something kind of special about it so that doesn't last forever and it is it is kind of special to look back on it yeah yes thank you so much and um yeah thank you it's been amazing talking to you thank you so much for having me thanks bye bye thank you so much to claire for coming on and sharing her story hopefully you have felt 
that really inspiring and motivating and for anybody who is struggling with a fear of birth I mean firstly it's it's understandable we all have an element of fear in us but for some people that fear is a bit more I would absolutely um, agree with what Claire said and do lots of research perhaps do a hypnobirthing course if you can just get as much information in as you can it's just going to really help to put you in a really good position for your labor burying your head in the sand seems like a good idea sometimes but at the actual time it comes to have your baby you will definitely be grateful that you have got that knowledge behind you as always please don't forget to come and follow me over on instagram my instagram is at the underscore nurture underscore nest i am so active on there i post pretty much every day uh, lots of hopefully helpful content that's going to just support you and support these podcasts and just be another place where you can get lots of nice positive informative birth chat also if you are enjoying the podcast and you are listening on apple podcasts i would love it if you would rate and review me five stars please um, if you're enjoying it I had a really good run at like everyone giving me five stars and then for some reason somebody's come along and given me one star which um, I feel a bit bummed about to be honest but um, so it's kind of brought my average down but you know each to their own Uh, but if you are enjoying it and you love it please I'd really appreciate a five stars from you just to try and bring my average back up a bit because it just really helps with people who find the podcast seeing a five rating just really helps people to listen so um, I would appreciate it and a review as well if you don't mind I will be back with another episode so I will speak to you then goodbye